It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, je m'appelle Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, before I get to your calls and answer your questions and hear your love stories, I found a quote on Instagram that I want to share with you about romance and about communication, actually. It said, getting no response is also a response. I don't know if you notice that sometimes you may text your partner or, you know, at the beginning or even in the middle of the relationship or even at the end of a relationship and somebody doesn't answer you. It means something. It means they don't want to answer either now or at all. And so there's no need to insist. You have to respect that too. When somebody's not answering, they have a reason for that. Or they're simply rude and you don't want to speak to them anymore. So remember that. I think it's a wise one. Getting no response is also a response when it comes to romance and communications. Anyway, if you want a response for me, and that's guarantee, 855-905-8255. A question for me? Call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Catalina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? Well, I was at dinner with my boyfriend the other day, and he blew up at me because he said that I haven't paid for anything in our whole five-month relationship. And that is true. But He always just pays for things, and honestly, it never seemed to bother him, but clearly it does. And uh, to be frank, like he also makes a lot more money than I do, and uh, it didn't end really well, and we're still fighting. And honestly, I feel terrible, but I don't know how to fix this now. So what do you think triggered this out-of-the-blue statement? I have no idea. He's never mentioned it before. Okay. So maybe it's something else. Uh, how's the the romantic side of you, your life, the ooh-la-la and everything else? The ooh-la-la has been pretty regular. Um, okay. Uh, did you ever offer to pay anything at the beginning? Was there any attempt from you to sometimes pay for a coffee, or did you never put your hand towards your pocket? Honestly, I didn't. I, okay. I never did. Okay, but listen, that some guys are, are cool with that. What do you like about this dude? What is it that makes you want to stay with him? He's been really good to me. I mean, like you know, he's taken care of everything. He's funny. Um, this is kind of uncharacteristic of him. Let, let me ask you this tough question. If he didn't pay for anything anymore, would you stay with him? Yeah, I I would. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, he's upset about something. I don't understand his, his point of view is the money uh, out of the blue. So I think it's a passive-aggressive move, uh, a displacement of some aggressions he has towards you or towards a past situation that has nothing to do with you. So, um, Catalina, my advice is after a good meal, because men are always grumpy until they have eaten a good meal, you can talk to him and say, you know, I want to go back about what happened because I feel really bad. But... It didn't seem to me a problem at all, and uh, I'll be happy to participate. Uh, but I want to make sure this is what this is about. Or maybe, Talim, is there anything else you're unhappy about? Open the doors for him to explain how he feels, not just about who pays the bill, but things between you and him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I don't mind paying for things, but yeah, it's probably something else. Um, uh, I'll, I'll definitely talk to him about it. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. I mean, go with your intuition, but mind saying it's something else. It's just displacing an aggression or frustration on you that is not so related to the money thing. So, Catalina, thank you so much for calling, and good luck to you. Thank you, Simon.
funny enough, just I'm talking with Catalina about, you know, a money problem she has in her relationship. Somebody else just sent me a Facebook message about another question about what should you do on a date when it comes to splitting the bill or not. And so that Facebook message question is next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, just don't hesitate. Send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Miranda, what's going on with Kim tonight? Kim says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kim. I went on a date earlier tonight and it went really well. Great conversation. We had a lot in common. But at the end of the date, when the check came, he asked if I wanted to split it. And I said, sure, but I can't help but feel slightly annoyed about it. What does it mean when a guy wants to split the check and... If he asks me out again, should I even go? Interesting question. What does it mean, really, when a guy that you're going to date with asks you to split the beer with him? And if he asks you to go out again, should you go? I'm going to answer that question next. So stay with me. How would you feel if you go on a first date with uh, a new potential partner, everything goes well, you have a lot in common. At the end of the date, though, when the check arrives, then he asks you if you wanted to split it. And that's what happened to Kim, who just sent me that Facebook message. She said she can't help to feel slightly annoyed about it. But what does it mean when a guy wants to split the check with you? It means that for some people in 2020, honestly, it's not against you. It's just the way they are. And I know also women who get offended if you don't let them also pay part of the bill. That has happened too. There's a new generation of, I would say, younger people who are not old school, like I am, and who just... Don't take you for granted you're going to pay or not pay. Just say, you know, it's 50-50, especially the young people that don't have much money. So don't be too offended. And if you like the guy, go back on a date. If you don't want to pay for it, don't go back. But I don't think it's against you. That's my answer. You calls are next on The Rendezvous. You have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Dylan, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. I met this girl that um, I'm really into, and we've been dating for roughly the last two months or so. Okay. And uh, when I talked to her about being exclusive, because I kind of felt like that's where we're at, and you know, obviously not seeing anybody else, she told me that she doesn't believe in exclusivity before engagement. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. And so, I, look, I'm not ready to propose, and but I like her, and I'm not sure if she if I should keep dating her knowing that, you know, she's going to be dating other men. Cause it's kind of, it's at that point where I feel like it should be exclusive. Uh, it, it, should I, you know, keep on dating her? Should I stop dating her? And I, you know, want to know what you would do. I would continue to date her and get to know her because what happened is that, you know, uh, that statement might change in a couple of months from now. So yeah, I think, and she might be the one asking you to be exclusive so let me ask you this uh, before we get to the final uh, decision is how upset are you that she may see other guys while you are seeing her? You know, it's interesting because after she said that, like there's almost like a, you know, a, a before she said it and after she said it type thing. And I don't know if I would be as upset before she said that. And I, I honestly don't know exactly why. I don't know if it's just me being, you know, narcissistic or, or you know, protective or something like that. Um, but possessive is the word I'm looking for. But mm-hmm. is uh, I'm, I guess every time I see her, I get progressively maybe a little bit more annoyed and maybe a little bit more upset uh, now knowing this. 
Well, uh, that now that I know that that's only going to grow, then it's not going to be easy breezy. You're going to resent the unspoken. So um, I think that then stand by your word. Just if if you can do it, just say, listen, with me, you know, go big or go home, all or nothing. Uh, you want to be uh, exclusive until you engage. I can't propose now. We just met each other a couple months ago, but I need us to be exclusive. What do you say? And then. If you want to, you know, give her a week or two of distance and, and for her to reflect on it and miss you, she can do that. You, it's like all or nothing, and I don't blame you for it. you got to be true to yourself, Dylan. It's a better solution than the first one. So be honest, be direct, all or nothing, how you feel, and give her the option to say, you know, stop for me, and then you move on. But at least you would have said, you, you know, the truth and feel at peace with yourself. I agree. All right. Thanks, Thanks for your call, Dylan, and have a good night. Yeah, you too. i got a question for you. When do you think... When you're in a relationship, it's time to be exclusive. Let's talk about that next. When you start a new relationship and things are going well, when do you think, honestly, it's time to be exclusive? Would you say it's three months, six months, most of a year? When do you think it's time to be exclusive for you? Some people say it's a matter of timing. Some people say it's a matter of feelings, right? So... Is it, you know, after six months of dating together, why should we not be exclusive? Because it's a timing thing. Or there's the feeling people might just date for months and they're so into each other. They don't want to date or see anybody else and just, just say, hey, my time is now. So when is it time to be exclusive? Whenever you feel like it. And just like my last caller, Dylan, said, you know, I'm ready to be. She's not. Well, then have a talk. Don't hide the fact that you want to be exclusive because that is betraying yourself. And I know that because silly me, I've made many mistakes. And so I have a story about me not understanding what my girlfriend was saying at the time about this. So my story and my mistake, they're coming up next. Let me start by saying I've made plenty of mistakes. I'm guilty as charged and and, and, <laughs> and that's why I do the show. So don't do like me, do better than me. That's, that's the credo. So uh, years ago, I was dating this lovely, very charming woman and, you know, the rule of the land in America is that uh, until you have the talk, you're not exclusive. So um, about three months in, she said, that, you know, Simon, you know, I really like our time together and all this. I would like to be exclusive. And me, silly me, I said, well, why the rush and all this? And I did not understand that once somebody tells you that, they mean it. They thought about it. And you know what happened to me two months later? She dumped my diarrhea for somebody else because I didn't want to be exclusive with her. So don't do like me. If somebody tells you they want to be exclusive, they're expressing their feelings, and then it's your right to say yes or no, but there are consequences. So don't forget that story so you're not going to be dumped like I was. Your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. Any question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tammy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tammy. So, uh, what is going on and how can I help you tonight? Um, I have been with my boyfriend for almost a year and we kind of got into a big fight recently about whether or not to move in together. And um, I was really upset by it. And um, a friend of um, my boyfriend's actually, he introduced us. Um, he uh, actually ended up coming over and comforting me. Um, mm -hmm. And I just got swept away in the moment, and one thing kind of led to another, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, we ended up having ooh-la-la. -la. Ooh, ooh. 
And uh, the next day, of course, my boyfriend called and apologized for everything, and I felt really awful. So I, I told him what happened, and now he's not speaking to me. He's not returning my calls or texts or anything. Um, and I just, I don't know what I can do to make it up to him. I mean, he's the love of my life, and I've made a really stupid mistake, and I, I don't know what to do. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you had Ulala with your boyfriend's friend. Yeah, so, I, right. you know, it was so stupid. Um, so right now, the, your boyfriend, is, do you think he still wants to give you a shot? Or you think is this, what's your intuition on how he feels? I mean, I I felt like we were in such a good place before the stupid fight. And so I feel like we could get back to that place again. I just don't know how if he's not even answering my calls. Well, I mean, I don't think at the time now is to get back with him. I mean, let's be honest. You dropped the atomic bomb on the relationship. You slept with his friend. Uh, yeah. And you need to be honest with yourself. You, I mean, there is, you did that sabotage of the relationship. Right. But you may have reasons that you haven't told me. They may have reasons from made you unhappy because you didn't acting on the relationship. It's not just you went, I don't know, crazy and destroyed his car or put sugar in his mm-hmm. carburetor or... No, no, no. You did the worst of the worst. And I'm not judging because I've done mistakes all my life, but I'm just saying you drop a bomb to explode the relationship you've had. My advice to you is not to try to get back with him right away, but A, to go see a therapist and understand why you destroyed this relationship. And number two, once you know the why reach out again to your boyfriend in six months or a year. But I don't think if I was your boyfriend, I would want to hear from you right now because, honestly, I don't like you anymore right now. I'm very, very upset. Okay? Okay. There's always a chance to get back together, but you've got to do the work. And saying I'm sorry is not enough. we got to know, basically, Tammy, why you dropped that bomb on the relationship you're in. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. okay thank you. You are welcome. Good luck to you. Be strong and let's learn from this mistake. Okay. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Good night, Simon. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. You know, I really appreciate your loyalty. I appreciate, you know, uh, all the calls. Thank you so much for that. Also sharing your love stories. I mean, a quick story to finish the show. Uh, I often go to, uh, it's a famous uh, pharmacy, you know, CVS. So So anyway, so then um, I go there and one of the pharmacists listened to the show late at night and all this. And she said, you know, Simon, when I listen to The Rendezvous, it brings back some romance into my a crazy world. And, and you know, this is, it's not always easy to be a pharmacist and, and all that. You want to help everybody. And, and I felt really good about this because one of the purpose for me and my fabulous team of producers to do this show together is to bring back a little bit of vibe of feel good, of romance, of smiling, and not just the mad world we live in. So I hope that does that for you too. It does that for me. Thank you so much again for listening and for your calls. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.